0: Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing.
1: Hey
2: everybody, welcome in. We say hello to you on a hot and humid day. 100 degrees. Yeah, baby, yeah. My kind of weather. Okay, maybe not. Like the heat well, hot, you like I like I like it warm. I don't like it smoking hot. Yeah. But I do like it warm out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look at everything you can do. You can play tennis, you can play golf, you can run, you can do that you when can it's cool. Water as well, ski. You, know? you can Yeah, you can swim. You can do all mm-hmm. that stuff. 90 is fine. Uh-huh. Not today. 100 with the heat index. Yeah, that's a little too much. That's a little that's that's tough. Yeah. Tough conditions. Uh speaking of tough what a power-packed program we have for you today! Look at that transition, Jimmy yeah, B. I know, but well, that's why I get the big dough. <laughs> uh, Zuba Mahenta ESPN will be our guest. At, All right, uh, that's, good. Yeah, that's good. that's good. That's a right. good start, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Big one, big fish, right off the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, twelve twenty-five. Ken Silverstein follows at one o'clock. Uh, Matt Snyder from CBS on Major League Baseball at two, and at two twenty-five, Bobby Lejust Ames trip on the Hawkeyes. Well, he's not with the Ames Tribune anymore. Where'd he go? He's with Land of Ten. He's been there for a year, Jimmy oh, B. Oh, Where, Where have you been? I thought he was working for both. No, no,
3: no, no. Oh. Land of Ten. Land of Ten. No, they, they
2: don't let you they be the sports let you editor and also have you a can't, side You give, can't you know? do
3: what? No, Travis Hines is a editor up at the Ames Tribune now. Where have you been? It's like a year ago. Really? Yes. <laughs> Where have I been? I Well, not around a whole lot. I've I been mean, here. You've had a couple of hiatuses, <laughs> but... And
2: more I figured. To come.
3: I figured at the very least <laughs> you'd be able to have that one figured out. I, I guess right, all... Jimmy B. We got plenty to get into. Yes, today. we do. We're going to talk some Hawkeyes. Yeah, talk about the news. Get some different ideas. Bobby Lejeune. We'll try to figure out. You know, this new running back. The excitement that has uh, continued to be there. It's kind of fun thinking about the possibilities sure. that Iowa can get away with. And yeah, in a year where they're transitioning with the new offensive coordinator, it's. It's fun to speculate, and we're going to do that certainly a lot today on the Hawkeye side of things. Uh, Looking forward to talking with Zubin as we get through it. It is baseball hot and heavy, and we start right there with Kyle Kyle Schwarber. Schwarber.
2: Look, it didn't take long. We didn't even think he would go on the road trip, Mm -hmm. but he did. I mean, he did travel with the team and played at OKC, their AAA team down there. Uh, And he was recalled, and he is now back in Chicago. So, with the way this team is scuffling along, although they did win yesterday against Tampa Bay, uh, I think it was uh, was a John Jay hit a three run homer, and that kind of got him going. Yep. So, uh, but they just got back to five hundred. And your new favorite team, Milwaukee Brewers, won again. They've won three in a row. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're making me
3: sound like I'm a bandwagon guy. (laughs) Jimmy B, I've told you for the last few years since we've been working together. I know you like the play-by-play guy. I like Brian Anderson. I know you do. That's right. I find myself all the time, even last couple years when they've been awful. Yeah. I'm like, I've had the Brewers on for the last half hour. I just... (laughs) He's got one of those voices that yep. are just ha- good background noise Okay, when you're doing other things, when you're playing with the kid, you know, doing those things, and you got a ball game on. It seems to find its way over to Fox Sports uh, Milwaukee quite often, and that's the case. So, no, I'm not a bandwagon jumper or anything like that, but this team, I-, I thought they were going to be a year, maybe two years away. Some of the guys that have come up this year, some of the guys that have had a little bit of experience I've really taken a big step forward. Keon Broxton's a guy that's been incredibly Mm -hmm. good. Uh, We talk about their farm system and just how stacked up that is. We might have to have a different conversation. We got Matt Snyder later on. Right. And we'll get into
2: that with him. You know,
3: we've talked a lot about the brewers and about, you know, well, the future is so bright for them. But now you got to look at it in a couple different ways. Okay. The division is there for the take. It is. We, we understand Yes. That. And if your theory comes to fruition that this is going to be the Cubs, up, down, back, yep. and forth, yep. and that's what Bumpy. it's going to be, yep. the Brewers are in a position where they can win they 91, steal. 92 games, and I think that'll be good enough. Right? Because if the Cubs are going to do what you say, Jim, then the Cubs aren't winning 92-plus games. No, they are not. So you have the division there for the taking. The other part of it, though, is do you mortgage the future of your organization and trade away one of those top level prospects to bring in a rent-a-player, whoever it might be, whatever the need may be for Milwaukee, knowing that yes, you might win your division, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to open up in a series against probably the Nationals.
2: Right. You get past but, the Nationals, but if you're but if you're Milwaukee. Winning the division and getting into the playoffs, wouldn't that just be enough? I mean, that's a major, major accomplishment for a team that's been in the outhouse for a number of seasons. I don't think so. I don't think so because
3: this has been the plan. You know, look at your love of the NBA. And the 76 are fans. And you've seen them now Whoa. all of a sudden. Yes,
2: now they have some excitement. As,
3: as they see yes. what is happening, what everything that has finally started to kind of break their way, mm-hmm. the excitement that's created, you know, the season ticket numbers. You see oh, that? Oh, I saw
2: that. They're off the chart. Uh, they
3: are. People are excited. Again, different level here at Milwaukee. It wasn't that bad I of understand. a rebuild that they had to go yes. through. But what they did with their young GM, with uh, going through with Stearns, is... He replenished the farm system incredibly well. They had good run of playoff, remember they went back in the late aughts and they got mm-hmm. CC Sabathia at the trade deadline. They right. made some moves. Right. They made the playoffs a few times, never able to get over the hump, but that knocked down their farm system. That, that took a lot of their prospects away. Right. That was one of the first orders that he had. You know, Milwaukee was decent a couple years ago when he took over. They were a, a middling 77 to the 83 win team, but he knew they had to break it down and then build it back up, and that's what he's done. And I think knowing that the future of your organization is very bright, Mm -hmm. you don't want to mortgage that to run into Washington, to run into the Dodgers, to still maybe even see the Cubs if they'd be a playoff team coming out of wildcard. Seeing a team like that, knowing that our best window is not right now. Our window is in two, three years to win the whole thing, because in the end, that's the ultimate goal. Getting the playoffs is fun. It's great. Yeah. And you can still have a fun ride. But if you finish two, three games out, yeah, it'll be disappointing in the moment, but also realizing, you know what, we didn't screw up our future. Right. Still had a fun year, right? Didn't quite get there. Yep. But we know okay. our day is coming. Okay. That would be the thought process for me.
2: Okay. For the Brewers right now, as I mentioned, who won again last night, Jeez, good. seven and three in their last ten. Uh the Cubs uh came back and beat Tampa last uh, yesterday, late afternoon. Mm-hmm. So they're back to 500 at 42 and 42, and now they call up Kyle Schwarber. Yes. Will we, and I don't, I, he's not coming back down unless there's an injury or something and there's got to be a rehab assignment. He's he's not coming back to Des Moines.
3: You, unless this goes horribly wrong horribly,
2: again. Horribly, horribly wrong. And I just, I can't envision that. I can't either. I can't either. However, now that he is back. And if he is serviceable, mm-hmm. in other words, if he's batting average is around 260 okay. and he dings a couple of uh, home runs, mm-hmm. is he your big trade bait then? That's a good question. That's uh, that, why I'm here.
3: That's that's a thinker right there. Yes. Because what did we hear all last summer, Jim? Oh, he's untouchable. 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 A guy rehabbing a torn ACL. We're not talking about a tweak ankle here. A torn ACL. I know what that is. I've had it. That was untouchable. I thought it was ludicrous. You're telling me that there would be an offer that knocks your socks off, and you're going to say no because Kyle Schwarber was involved? Kyle Schwarber is a talented guy. There's no doubt. He was a top five draft pick. Everybody could see the offensive uh, weapon that he was. But defensively, he is a negative. He is. He is a negative. And people continue to this day, and Cubs fans will continue to say, hey, look how much better he's gotten. That's great. But best-case scenario, best-case scenario, he's a C-minus left fielder. That's best case. Yeah. Now, if you play him at first base, I think he could be a, a very good first baseman. I think he has enough athleticism over there. Defensively, would it take a little while? Absolutely, oh, but sure. But I think there's enough there that he could become.
2: I think he'd be better than David Ortiz. Sure, sure. Well, <laughs>
3: and Ortiz rarely had to play first base. But if it was a spot where you didn't have Anthony Rizzo over there, you could make that move. You do though. The reality is that you do, and the way this Cubs team is built, mm. and what we've seen out of them as a whole defensively, how big of a step back that they've taken this year. And now you're bringing Schwarber back into the mix out there in left field who will, at best, be adequate. I don't even think he'll be at that level. Regardless, you have this, and let's say he mashes again, and we see the Schwarber that we saw his rookie year. We see a guy that not just has the power, we saw the power this year, sure, but has an ability to go to all fields, has plate discipline, can draw walks, a great on-base percentage, Mm -hmm. all of these different things that go along with it. If that's the case, if that's what we start to see out of Schwarber, it makes a lot of sense. He is an American League player. He he is a guy that would be the best fit on one of the
2: sixteen. 16- terrific, terrific DH and yeah. sub in the field sure. in left field or maybe first base. You can play a little first. You yeah. play a little left. Yeah, left. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. He's your emergency catcher. Yeah. You got all that. All stuff. that. Stuff.
3: There you go. That's yeah. what you get out of Kyle Schwarber. Yep. That's the best spot. Okay. for him. Now, what are you looking for? Are you looking for? Well, they're looking for pitching. They're looking for pitching. They're looking for Chris Archer. What yes. Problem: Tampa. Or last month has played incredibly well. Yes. Okay. Chris Archer probably not going to be available. Just take a look at those American League standings, there, Jimmy. B. I, I see got them. I pal. see you got your newspaper in front of you. I got it you. sitting here in front of me. So as you uh, take a gander over at that, yes, and look through. You got your division leaders, yes, and feel confident that at least pretty confident, mm-hmm. that it will stay the same. Boston, Cleveland, Houston. Houston's a shoe in I feel good about Boston. I feel great against Cleveland, even though it's only a half-game lead. Yeah, I was, was just going to say, right KC
2: is right there, but, and, and your Twinkies are right there. But but I still feel, I, I know I know how you feel.
3: But then you get to the wild-card spot. Okay. Right now it is the Yankees and the Royals that hold the two wild-card spots. Correct. But you have Tampa a game back, the Twins mm-hmm. a game back. Mm-hmm.
2: Even the Angels, the Angels the, are the, under five hundred. Yes, they are, but they're only two games under five hundred, so they have a shot. They're one game. Or what? One game now? Yes, yeah. one game That's under problem five. Problem with your newspaper, nah, Jimmy No, no, nah, no. Nah, I was looking at something else. No, you weren't, your Jimmy I knew, B. You go to that were, newspaper. I knew they were one game back,
3: yeah, because yeah. they won last night. But to my point, yes. they are just two and a half games back of a wild card. Texas, it's not been a very good year for the Rangers. It hasn't. They have a lot of talent on that team. They do. Three and a half games back of being a wild card team. Right. So as you go through these teams and you try to find out. Who's going to be selling? Who's going to be selling pieces that make a lot of sense? The A's, Sonny Gray. Yeah. Would you give up Kyle Schwarber for Sonny Gray? There, there's a head scratcher right there. That, I come right back at you, you Jim Benson.
2: You did. Would uh, you give? If I were the A's, would I, I, I got to look at their lineup and see who their hitters are and who they're using. They don't got much. Their, They don't have much. <laughs> then I might entertain it. What I mean, Schwarber doesn't make a lot. No, no. I mean, he's still so rookie contract. Okay, and Sonny Gray probably makes a lot more than he does. Sure, sure. Money so, is no object. So I would, from that standpoint, knowing the A's and they didn't, they don't call it money cheap ball for nothing, because that's what Oakland is. Uh, Sonny Gray this year makes yeah. three
3: and a half million. Okay, uh, two more years of arbitration before he becomes a free agent. So okay. you got a controllable arm for the next two years. What have yes. they talked about? A young, controllable young arm. arm. Yes, through arbitration. Even if he pitches incredibly well, you're still talking about a guy that's going to be under Five $10 million. Million? Yeah, I mean, he's going to be under ten million at that point. Even if he goes on a hot streak at the end of the season, even after that, arbitration maybe fifteen million. That last, that is a bargain. Yes, and baseball it, for a yes, starting no, pitcher. I agree with you. That can be certainly as good as Sonny Gray. Now there are injury concerns with him, mm-hmm. but there's a name. Are the Cubs willing to do that? I, I still don't not, think they
2: are. I don't. I don't think that Oakland would just take Schwarber. No, no. no they, they wouldn't. They would. You they, think they so? Would, yeah. Again, the
3: scenario is, though, that Schwarber's come back and play pretty well. That, yes, he would yes. have to do that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. He would
2: have to be like his old self. Sure. If he's not then they he, he's not worth talking about in a trade scenario. Well, I still yeah, or, think he is. Or as a throw-in piece. No, that he's, could not be a, he's not. He's a throw-in piece. <laughs> if he can't hit, he's a throw-in piece. He's not a throw-in piece. The idea is if you're supposed to be a hitter and you're not a hitter, you're a freaking throw-in
3: piece. Kyle Schwarber at 24 years old yeah. is not a throw-in piece.
2: We just talked yesterday I'm about not swapping, guys that— I'm not swapping Sonny Gray for Schwarber because right today— i got to see what he does for a while. No, Sonny Gray
3: has injury concerns. He does. There's going to be plenty of people okay. that are sniffing around there. I think it's a fair trade. I think it is. Call it in. Call it in. Theo <laughs> Call Billy Bean right now. Yeah. Let's make the call. Wait a minute.
2: You said Schwarber was, uh, you couldn't grab him. You couldn't touch him. He was uh, untouchable. Untouchable. Not anymore. Not if you give me. Sunny Gray.
3: Sunny Gray. Sunny Gray. Okay. That is the asking price. Jimmy B, we continue on here and we take a look back at yesterday. We mentioned a couple of the games. More talk on the Cubs and baseball coming up, including Cubs back in action this afternoon. They are, yeah. At one twenty. We'll talk about that. Also the Cardinals with an afternoon game today. They play at twelve twenty five. So we'll keep you up to date all day long here with the locals as they play some afternoon baseball. Uh and a big series for the Cubs. With Milwaukee, it in is town.
2: it is a big series. Uh, starts
3: up with a uh, four game series between yeah. the two. Uh, just uh, no, this is a makeup game. Check that. This one's a makeup game. Yeah, then it's the Pirates coming in. I guess I was under the impression this was going to be a four game. Uh, oh, okay. It is the Pirates after
2: that. Okay, that so come into So it is Montgomery. Is is that is he on the mound today against Davies? Do yes. I, do I have that correct? Zach Davies. Okay. Who is nine and four?
3: Right. And that shows you the ridiculous nature of the win-loss statistic, because his ERA is over five. I was going to say it's 926. (laughs) His whip is over one and a half. Uh He struck out just 60 guys in 91 and a third inning. So in other
2: words, he's uh, a junk type baller who struggles to get guys out. Ah. But he's nine and four.
3: He's nine and four. Win loss
2: statistics. So, in other words, Milwaukee. He's got a lot of runs. I was just going to say, scores a lot of runs when he's on the mound. That's That's a that's that's bad news for Cubs fans. Then, yes, it is. Speaking of those Cubs
3: fans, uh, we were talking yesterday and during the show, Mm -hmm. it wasn't looking good, Jim.
2: Yes, it was. It was three nothing. You continue to say, "Oh, they suck." (laughs) Well, look at them. (laughs) They're just five hundred. Continued on and on and on. It's just going to go
3: on like this. They suck. Well. John Jay says, Jimmy B, suck this. There.
0: me. There's a fly ball out in the deep left center. Still carry. We're tied. Oh, baby. John Jay. Three-run homer. How about that for Ann John Jay has been outstanding in the pinch this year, but you don't expect that. Curtain
2: call for Jay. That's
0: good John stuff. John
2: Jay curtain call.
3: How Things... come he's
0: not
2: in the lineup every day? Many people are asking that same question, Jim. <laughs> Many people that's are. That's two good questions I've asked. We've only been on the air for 15 minutes. That has, that's that's got to be a record. You brought your A game. When you get a four-day weekend, you're pretty good, hey, Jim. See? B. See? That, that ginkgo kabobla or whatever it's called what, is working. What? Whatever that brain thing is called. Ginkgo kabobla? I know. Something like that. Sounds I don't know like something you called.
3: get in Tijuana. <laughs> Keon Broxton yeah. for the Milwaukee Brewers, though. He did not let the Cubs pick up a game. Up to nothing already. He goes deep to left center for the Brewers. Get
0: their DH in the game. There's a swing and a drive in the left center. Broxton sends one way. Back. Keon Broxton. A two-run home run. On the first pitch. Down
3: goes Bernie Brewer, and the Brewers win it. 4-0 over the Orioles 47- and 40,
2: Jimmy B. If you would have told me that at the beginning of the season, I would have laughed at you.
3: Oh, of course. Of course. Maybe they could sniff at 500. 500? Yeah. They're seven games over. I know.
2: <laughs> in, a, <laughs> in a division that nobody wants. And
3: the other part is, even if you would have said, well, the Brewers are 47-40, and it'd probably be... Well, what? They're still four or five games back in the Cubs.
2: Yes. That is not the case. No, not happening. Not
3: the case at all. We go north to Minnesota. In case you missed it, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing, Urban Santana on the mound. He was incredibly good again. Problem? Bats couldn't get hits with runners in scoring position. And here, a play that doesn't even work in Little League very Mm -hmm. much. The delayed steal. Runners at first and third. It works out for
0: the Angels. Going is Calhoun. It's a double steal attempt. Maven coming home and he is in there without a slide. The double steal works. 2 wow. nothing Angels. Boy, that works so well in spring training. That was absolutely done perfectly well by Cole and by Cameron Mabin. Soon as Castro throws the second, he's on the move. Cole, great job stopping, forcing the throw to second. Dozier a lot on the throw, but too late, as Cameron Mabin read that one perfectly.
2: Mm. That is a great little league play. It is. The major leagues just pulled off in that game. It worked very well. It was a 2-0 lead there. The Twins got one,
3: but not enough as they fall 2-1. to one, And the Angels able to salvage a game out of the three-game series. We finish up late last night in Seattle. The Royals continue their winning ways. This one took extras, but they get it done behind Salvador Perez.
0: Salvador Perez deep to right field. That's a way back. Hanecker leaps, and it's gone. Oh, baby. Liftoff. He knew it. He didn't have to flip his bat. Just put two on the
2: board.
1: Four. (laughs)
2: Four. (laughs) It was a golf shot to right field. It was a beautiful. Kind of looked like one of your drives. Absolutely. A little slice to it. Yeah. Or as I like to say, a power fade. (laughs) I don't slice,
3: Jim. A power fade. It's a power
2: fade. Look. Did you see? Did you see also that with all of the home runs being hit? Mm -hmm. Here's what I want to have happen. I know that Judge has got twenty nine. And there are several players in the mid-20s. But I want somebody, or at least maybe two or three guys, just to go on a home run tear. I want to see guys chasing 60. Do you think we could get that in the second half? No. no, You don't think so? No. Maybe 50. Okay. Well, 50 doesn't... 54, 55. And that doesn't blow my skirt up. 60 does.
3: These guys aren't juiced like the boys that you used to like. Well, the ball's juiced, apparently. So what's the difference? The ball is still under Major League Baseball rules. Is
2: it different? Yes. But and it's it still, still under baseball under specs. guidelines.
3: Yes, it does. does that yes, means juice? Not necessarily. No. Just a little tighter wound, a little more
2: difficult to get on those seams. Cutter doesn't cut quite as much. much. And you get the bombs. Exit velocity higher. Yes. The, the thing that I find interesting is that strikeouts are way up as well. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's power or K. Mm-hmm and nobody cares used to be everybody would get embarrassed if how I many if oh man you struck out 4 times yeah no big deal
3: not anymore it's a different game yeah different it is. game yep that was a case you missed it presented by wolf construction roofing you got a small leak or time for a complete re-roof give the guys at wolf construction a call today and you can find them online wolfconstruction.net we'll get the time out here on the other side Zubin Mahente, ESPN. He joins us, Jimmy B and TC, on the Big Talker 1700.
0: The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG.
3: Attention taxpayers, do you owe taxes to the IRS? Have any unfiled tax returns? Received a letter from the IRS? If so, it's only a matter of time before the IRS takes aggressive action against you. For over a decade, Oxford Tax Partners has helped people settle, reduce, or eliminate their tax debts. Call 1-800-464-0029 for a free consultation. Let Oxford Tax Partners resolve your IRS tax debts. 1-800-464-0029. 1-800-464-0029.
5: You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms and we will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one day get it done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
0: Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent.
2: All right, everybody, we are underway and we roll all the way till three o'clock today. Zuba Magenta ESPN joins us. The guy works constantly every time I flip on Sports Center. He's there. Yeah. It's like he just has a his own personal cot at the station. I, I
3: try to catch Van Pelt every night. That's yeah. kind of part of my, my routine. And, yes. and if if I am flipping on SportsCenter, though, mm-hmm. and it's not Van Pelt, I, I swear I would say it's, Zubin. it's, Zubin. it's, Zubin. it's Zubin. Zubin all the time. Zubin, what is it? 80, 90, 100-hour work weeks? What are you doing over there in Bristol? <laughs>
6: hey, man, there's so much stuff going on right now. I mean, obviously... Uh, someone's got to cover it. So it's just one of those things Or <laughs> Scott show, it's really cool. Because uh, I'll tell you, Scott show is really cool because if you, for those of you who haven't watched it, or maybe it's late, it's a little earlier by you, usually about 11 o'clock t- your time locally. What's really cool is he gets a lot of great guests. Yes. And in a world where, like, Gordon Hayward will put something on the Players' Tribune and guys will just use their Twitter feed or their Instagram feed or really just not want to talk anymore. It's so strange. It's It's almost like the conduit that the media used to serve to be between the athlete and the fan is being a little bit minimized because I think the athlete now realizes how much of the content and how much of everything they can control, at least of their own intellectual property. But he's a really good interviewer and he gets a lot of cool guests. He's got a pretty cool vibe. So for those of you that are around um, that you sort of like it done the old school way, like, Hey, let's just sit down and talk instead of like let's sit down and text or let's post this picture He's got a really cool, engaging way of talking to people, whether it's J.R. Smith at the NBA Finals or Clayton Kershaw or Jay Wright. Um, it's kind of fun. Or Charlie Blackman from the Rockies with his beard or Nolan Arenado, or, you know, Brett Brown in the Sixers finally getting out of the abyss. It's a pretty cool show. So I, I, would, give it, I would definitely give it a plug. I'm glad you watch it, Trent.
2: Um, look, we – you you since you referenced uh, a little NBA, let's start there with an ESPN employee, and that is Chauncey Billups. Uh, they offered him a low wage uh, to be the new general manager of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Look, I know that Dan Gilbert has spent. Uh, we've seen the the money that he has spent, and he does pay a hefty amount to the NBA over the cap tax structure. But why would he lowball Chauncey Billups? Does he just not think GM should
6: make money? It's hard to tell. I mean, the numbers look like, if you see the reports that we're putting out there, that the average, the average salary for somebody in this type of role, now obviously that's defined from club to club. Some will lowball and some will pay whatever it takes. Um, the average salary is about $4 million. It sounds a little crazy for a general manager. I, I know. But when you consider yeah. what's on the line, right? When you consider what's on the line, the luxury tax expectations. Um, He was offered, I think, about half that, at least that's what was reported. I tend to think that he will take some sort of position eventually. I covered him, and he's actually a great guy. He's, He's just the way he looks on TV, just real laid back, real smooth, and just a cool guy to be around. I covered him when he was with the Denver Nuggets, and he actually made his second go around with the Nuggets, and he took them to the first Western Conference Finals in 25 years. And at that point, he was talking about one day being in the front office, maybe, of the Nuggets. He actually grew up uh, in Denver went to George Washington High School, which is a big public high school out there. And he's been kind of a community guy for a really long time. His brother, Rodney, actually, is the head coach at Denver University, uh, the DU men's basketball program. So he's very rooted in the Denver area. So I suspect that um, he eventually is going to be involved in an NBA front office. So we're really- Dan Gilbert, even though he's associated with Cleveland, is largely also associated with Michigan. Quicken Loans, the company that he founded, he actually founded it in a uh, dorm room, in his dorm room at Michigan State University. People tend to think about Quicken Loans because of the queue and the cabs. But he's a Michigan guy, and he actually founded the company in his dorm room uh, back in his days in East Lansing. And then obviously uh, Billups had played the the Pistons, so they had a business relationship going back to some advertising that Billups had done for him in Michigan. So um, I think this was an interesting pairing just because they knew each other. I don't think this was a, the Cavs have an opening, we saw Chauncey Billups on ESPN, let's bring him in. There was a prior relationship between Gilbert and Billups, which was fostered. He's got one of those in Denver. And I think eventually he really wants to be involved in a front office. I don't think money, at least what the report said. I'm just regurgitating the reports, It certainly doesn't feel like that was the deal breaker. It's not like that could not have been overcome. There may have been some control or personnel issues. He's never done the job before. They'd have to do some sort of see uh, with the uh, current assistant general manager, Kobe Altman, what kind of relationship did he have with him? There's so many questions out there, but I think eventually you will see Chauncey involved in a very high level capacity with an NBA team, but until then, just enjoy him on TV.
3: You know, uh, the big news over the 4th was Gordon Hayward, but Mm -hmm. things not done. The Celtics are trying to figure out a way to clear cap space. There could be a sign-and-trade involved here. Uh, This is the component that, to me, makes the NBA, I think, confusing for the everyday fan. It's like, well, they signed the guy, but... They really haven't signed the guy yet. They agreed in principle. The wackiness of the NBA offseason, it, it always delivers, Ubin.
6: No question about it. I think what's interesting, I was talking to Woj, um, our NBA insider, and what Woj said was really interesting was, um, you know, on July 4th he agreed to join the Celtics. A year ago, uh, that was the same day that the Warriors. And I think that those two Two were completely different. I think, obviously, Durant is a foundation-changing sort of player, rocking the landscape of the entire association. I don't think Gordon Hayward does that. I think what he does is he ever so slightly puts one star back into the East after seemingly all of them are fleeing to the West, if you kind of take a look at what's happened throughout free agency Mm -hmm. and trade. But I think the real thing I took away from what you said, Trent, is just the nature of where they are at this particular point. You have a guy like Gordon Hayward. So think about this. You have Hayward. You can pair Isaiah and Hayward. Okay. You can pair Chris Paul and James Harden. You can pair Russell George, Paul George. Mm -hmm. Um, You could have LeBron and somebody else, whoever that might be. I mean, for all of the free agent frenzy and all of the moves that have been made, it still looks like, Cavs-Warriors, part four, <laughs> next week. <laughs> so you could have all the movement you want. Jim to the Wolves, Ricky Rubio to the Jazz. I mean, you could, all the postulating, put all the guys you want together. There has been a lot of movement. But really, has anything moved in the overall hierarchical structure of the NBA? I would say no. I think all of the movement makes fans excited, makes media excited. But in the overall grand scheme of things, I don't think much has moved. And one other thing Wode said was interesting was now that Hayward is done, you're going to see that next flurry of guys that don't get the headlines, but can be equally as important, like moves that people didn't think about, like where Rudy Gay might go, or what might happen to Otto Porter, or Danilo being involved in a three-team deal. Those are the types of, you know, Zach Randolph going to the yeah. Sacramento King. That's not a huge move, but it's a name. Those are the types of moves that just don't get any attention because Gordon Hayward captured every single so it's instructive to know that once the really big guys are off the market there's a lot of other smaller but less covered yet very important moves that are still to be made but is anything changing if you to put 20 bucks down right now on next year's NBA finals mm-hmm. I'm guessing most of your audience would put it on the teams that have met in the last three NBA finals
2: I'm with you yep that's that's where it would go there's no question. okay, one more NBA and then we got several other topics we want to get to and that is in New York. With the Knicks, and with what they're going to do with Carmelo Anthony, will he be in a Knicks jersey this season, or will he be someplace else?
6: You know, I think it's totally up to Carmelo, and that's what's so interesting about this. That's why the whole Phil situation was so weird. Um, He handed him a $124 million contract and gave him a no-trade clause, And when you give the – The other person, all of the power, Phil's sort of strategy of let me try to poke and prod Carmelo, let me try to irk him, let me try to move him out of town. At the end of the day, Carmelo can just say, literally, I don't care what you think about me, what you think about my game, I'm a ball stopper, all this sort of stuff. You can say whatever you want in an effort to try to get me to be frustrated enough to move. But at the end of the day, Phil gave him the hammer. (laughs) Bill gave him the hammer to say, you don't have to go anywhere. Now, Carmelo has come out and said he wants to be near his son. Uh, He's got a son, Kyan, so that may play a part. I think a lot of times we look at these guys just as athletes. Of course, they're real people. (laughs) Sometimes we lose sight of that. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But I
6: think it's one of those things where right now I think he stays because at this particular moment, Steve Mills is running the team. He will maybe end up being the team president. They'll hire a general manager whose first order of business will be to figure out what to do with Carmelo, much like Kevin Pritchard had to replace Larry Bird. Congratulations, you have the job, and now you have the Paul George fiasco on your hands. Welcome to the organization. It's a really tough way to start, but I just have the feeling, I don't know if you guys concur, there is no way they can hire anybody with the Knicks that will have a more acrimonious relationship with Carmelo than Phil did, meaning the next guy that they hire is definitely going to get off on a better foot than those two did. so at the moment i would say he would stay because it seems like his preference is to stay unless he can move to a place like cleveland but what's interesting about that jim is you're talking about making a trade between two teams neither having leadership right Let's say Carmelo right. wants to go to the Cavs. i want to play with lebron i am sure he would waive his no trade gloss to go play with lebron in cleveland but the knicks don't have a gm and the Cavs don't have a GM. Yep.
3: So how does that move even get made? Yeah. I'm with you. It's nuts. <laughs> well, LeBron makes the call. Yeah, pretty much. LeBron that, makes the call. That, that is, that's true. Hey, uh, Zubin, over to some college football with you. SEC Media Day start up on Monday uh, down in Alabama. Always a crazy time down there for that one. And, and I know you guys at ESPN, a ton of coverage. Are you getting back into the college football scene? Are you still looking at that NBA, Major League Baseball right now a little bit more?
6: No, I think I think right now, I think people are really gearing into it. The SEC media days are just so different from all of the other media days. I think the other leagues have decided to make it a little bit more of a low-key event. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think the Big Ten obviously holds a big shindig. But the SEC, it almost feels like a made-for-TV event. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think the Big Ten is still a hotel ballroom full of people where cameras show up. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> where I think the SEC is more of a TV show around the coaches. I think it's the only league that's at that particular level. A few years ago, the Pac-12 did something interesting, and they started holding their media days at, like, Sony Studios or something very Hollywood or Los Angeles, which sort of gave it a cool feel. But I also think it really cut off a lot of the coaches in terms of their national appeal. They don't have to come to a place like ESPN. But I think what happens is when they say, we're going, to, we're going to L.A., we're going to do it at Sony Studios, and it just sort of cuts off sort of – you have national brands. You have schools like USC, who's a is national brand as much as anyone. You have a school like Oregon, who in the last few years has sprouted into the national brand that any of these are. They've suffered a little bit of a downturn, obviously, but if, any young kid out there knows the story with Oregon. Chip influence still lives. So I've always been a little bit mystified by that particular conference, has not chosen to broaden its scope a little bit, especially at the outset when you want to get interest going. Um, and think about it. Of the four schools that did the college football playoffs last year, which school by far were people the least associated? Washington. Washington yeah, For sure. Yeah. Washington was a great school. It's a great story. They have a tremendous head football coach. Yep. But nobody really knew anything about them, which is odd, because I think the commissioner, to be honest with you, if you look at all the commissioners, in the Power 5 conference, is he's done a really good job. I mean, the Big Ten Network is going to be his legacy. He did a tremendous job with that. Um, Sankey's done a really good job in the SEC, but a lot of it was more Mike Slive his predecessor. I actually think the most innovative guy, the most creative guy in, of the Power 5, is the guy, with all due respect to your boy Bob Boldby, is this guy Larry Scott that's running the Pac-12. So I'm, oh, he, he came from the As you know, Jimmy, you're a tennis fan. He used to run the WTA Tour. That is correct. And he basically went from that to running the Pac-12, and he's done a great job. He's gotten better exposure, better TV money. So I'm just always a little surprised when guys that are usually that creative tend to be a little bit more insular about their media days because that's that old thing. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Mm-hmm. This is the first way we can get out there. All 12 teams are still in the race, right? We haven't started playing football yet. I'm just a little surprised they scale it back. Do they have to do it as big as the SEC? No, I don't, I don't think that's the right answer either. I always feel sometimes leagues don't get out there as much as they really should.
2: Zoom Mahente is our guest. He's on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Uh, in baseball, uh, as you well know, Kyle Schwarber sent down from the Cubs to Des Moines. Now Schwarber has been recalled. He'll be in the lineup today. He's going to hit fifth in the batting order, and he's going to play left field. In your estimation, do the Cubs get kyle schwarber from last year back or is it still going to be a work in progress
6: i think it has to be the latter right until it's proven to be otherwise what's interesting is this this game against the brewers i know this is just sort of like a game that was dropped in um what's interesting is that to me while everybody just assumes the cubs are going to eventually just turn it around whether schwarber's there or not or the pitching will come around um the odds still favor our odds are you know number crunching guys our odds still favor the cubs to win the central but to be honest with you considering today's opponent i'm actually of the belief that the better story and you know obviously there's no better story than 108 but the better story this year is the brewers i think it's a great story like mm-hmm. how are the brewers doing you know was on fire then he cooled off now he's on fire again their manager Craig Council, i was talking to Tim Kirchin about this the other day you know, part of the reason they're playing so well is because Council doesn't take himself too seriously. He's a guy that's had a huge hit in the world, but he's just a normal, regular guy, and I think they have a very interesting vibe. James just talked about their confidence. So while people kind of look at the Cubs and they're within striking distance and the division's not very good, and all that's true, <laughs> but I think just the Milwaukee Brewers being at this particular point is a really interesting story that's not getting nearly enough uh, attention, And maybe that's just because eventually people think the Cubs will just pass them. But I think a lot of the skeptics thought that would have happened already. I understand we're not even at the all-star break. Um, but uh, I still think Milwaukee is a really good story. To talk about. Will they be there when it matters? Who knows? The odds say no. But I think the Twins were celebrated largely for the way that they started the season. Yep. The Astros have been celebrated for playing the way they are. The Rockies have gone into a little bit of a tailspin here. Even though they're in good position for the second wild card, they've got they've been celebrated for the type of play that they've had. They had made the playoffs since 2009. They're within striking distance on a Diamondback, another team that exceeded a lot of expectations. All of them are getting their due, and I just don't understand why. I mean, I follow every team as closely as I can, and I don't see the Milwaukee Brewers getting anywhere close to the attention that any of those other teams have gotten. And I think it's largely because people just feel like they'll eventually fade, and to this point, they have not done it.
2: Zubin, it's always great, man, when we catch up to you. Slow down, buddy. Uh, You know, go home once in a while. You don't need that cot in Bristol, okay? On that note, I should tell you, I'll see you tonight at 6 Eastern. I I knew that was going to happen. I know you'll wave to me. Thank you, brother. We'll talk to you next week. Take
6: care, guys. See you. Zubin Zubin
2: Mahente, ESPN, on the Draft House 50 hotline. He's so much fun. Yes, And he takes our joking very well. Or at least mine. (laughs) So I love to bust on him a little bit. You bust on everybody. Well, that's true. Uh, Speaking of which, we got to bust for a commercial break. All right, let's do it. We're coming right back. It's the Big Talker 1700.
0: Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 till noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers. On 1700 KBGG. See you soon.
3: At the United States Postal Service, we don't just carry your product to its destination. We deliver your business, representing you and all of your hard work with pride. It's almost as if you're the one showing up to the customer's door, greeting them with a smile. Because when you ship with the United States Postal Service, your business becomes our business. That's why we deliver more e-commerce packages to homes than anyone else in the country. The United States Postal Service. Priority.
1: You. The Home Depot has a new idea. Free carpet installation that means free carpet installation. Clearing out furniture? Free. Ripping out old carpet? No charge. Hauling it away? On the house. No hidden fees. Just free installation on carpet, $699 or more. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet price $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. See HomeDevot.com for details. Offer ends August 16th.
2: Napa know
0: how. Right now, Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil is on sale for just four twenty nine a quart. Quality motor oil at an affordable price. A deal so good it practically sells itself. Which begs the question, what do we do with the rest of this commercial? Repeat the deal, I guess. Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $4.29 a quart. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How general state's pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer expires 731-17. 1700 KBGG backs the blue and we'd like you to back them too. Each week, go to our website at 1700KBGG.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly, share their story online and on the air and present them with a special certificate and bring their department some Brugger's Bay Help back the blue at seventeen hundred KBGG.com. Trust, quality,
3: value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free Estimate Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net.
4: Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, Monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled. Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The
0: court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing, New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rate supply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment not return Other facing and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121-17. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC
2: for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Park. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored
0: by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All
3: right, we're back here, Jimmy B and TC. We'll take you up until three o'clock this afternoon, uh, Mister Brinson. Yes, we got the Cardinals just underway. The yes. Cubs start in about a half hour okay. or so. So we got some day baseball. A uh, quiz time. There's no way you're going to get this right. Are you sure? No way. No. Fingers off your keyboard. Okay. Right. I'll even show it to you. I okay. got nothing there. Okay. Jimmy B., who is the San Diego Padres all-star representative? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, let me think on that one for a second. Yeah. Uh, the all-star representative for San Diego uh, Steve Garvey. No, it's not Steve Garvey. Oh.
3: No. Um, not
2: Tony Gwynn. N- uh,
3: Gary Templeton. No, no, no. No? no? None, none of those. No. no, it is a reliever by the name of Brad Hand. Who? Brad Hand. Now, you might be asking yourself, why in God's name
2: is TC bringing up Brad Hand? Is he a guy that would be something that the Cubs would look at? maybe or would the washington nationals look well, at him? i mean he's he's a bullpen
3: arm the nationals yes. are looking at every. yes they are
2: there's no doubt okay where are you going with that? this but, i'm confused
3: well i think everybody's gonna look at him and it kind of leads down the road as i was looking at bullpen help and kind of who needs the most help right now okay as you look at the contenders this guy's an incredibly good lefty okay but he's not just a, a loogie a left-handed specialist that's a new term that they use for it.
2: A hey, loogie? Yes. That's not the way I remember what Loogie means.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Left handed only a loogie.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, Come he, up with something better than that.
3: He uh he's good against both lefties and righties. Yeah. He's under team control for a couple more years, but it led to not so much the Cubs, their bullpen's in good shape. Okay. And especially at the back end. Uh, this guy's not a closer. He is just a middle reliever. Okay. Which just happens to be a very good one. But the Brewers. A team that we talked about earlier. Yes. They do need bullpen help. This is also a guy that is not a one-year rental. He's controllable through 2019. 27 years old. Was a former big prospect. Never worked out as a starter. uh, Was a Miami guy and then ended up going to San Diego and they put him in the bullpen. He's been good ever since. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, those are the kind of moves I think when we talked about it that do make sense for a team like Milwaukee. It's not the superstar. It's not David Robertson. You know, okay. for the White Sox, you're you're going to have to pay a ton. Yes. Another guy for the White Sox, you know, there's a possibility Jose Abreu might be moved, mm-hmm. you know. Guys like that, the possibility of that. These are the low leverage ones that make a lot of sense. The problem though for a team like the Brewers is everybody's going to be interested. Well, this, sure. this guy is controllable, he's young, he's been good. He's good against both lefties and all these different things. So
2: it'll be a bidding
3: war. It will be a bidding war, and that's I think the part you have to be careful with, if you're the Brewers. It's fine giving away, you know, a prospect in that fifteen to twenty range sure. out of your out of your prospects. You start to dip into the single digits or a couple of top twelve, fifteen guys, and that's when I think it gets a little bit more concerning. But but just kind of finalizing the thought from earlier, and like we said, we'll talk later with Matt Snyder a lot of baseball yeah. talk. Uh, with him on the local front, so did you ever uh, run into Chris Creighton when he was the football coach at Drake? No, good guy, okay. real good guy. I did not, and uh, did a good job. You know, it's Pioneer League football. Well, yes, it's not, not scholarship. No, it's, right? It's Drake. But I mean, but well,
2: still they they were pretty good with him.
3: He took a job at Eastern Michigan. Okay, that many people believed was impossible. Boy, it's tough to
2: win at Eastern Michigan in football. Attendance, average attendance year after year, under 10,000. Oh, I remember doing some games from there in the MAC. Ypsilanti. Oh, man, oh, man. I mean, look, like the broadcasters and the camera crew were like the only people that showed up.
3: Bowl history, one bowl game all time. 1987, the California Raisin Bowl. Oh, sure. Got him to a bowl game last year. In fact, uh, we were out at Draft House 50 when they were playing. Remember that? That's right. You are yeah.
2: abs- now? Yes, yeah. that does ring a bell.
3: Yes, yeah. you're They right. were pl- in the Bahamas Bowl against... Yeah.
2: I don't remember who it was.
3: Uh, Western Kentucky? Is that what it was? I it, think so. Yeah. Yes. But he's done a good job. I mean... They were so devoid of talent when he got there. Right, First two years were awful. But to get them to, I think it was seven wins last year. Mm-hmm. But he just got a contract extension. Good for him. New athletic director. It's always a little bit scary. But the new AD came in and gave him a contract extension. Good guy. Guy that'll be good to root for. And and you know what? You know, that's a name that you look at in the future, be it. For our big programs here. If he keeps on this path, if he can make Eastern Michigan, he got him to bull eligibility. Yes. But now if they keep taking that and they're year after year bull level team, and then two, three years down the line, they're competing for a conference championship. You know, those kind of things. You build that kind of resume. Very innovative guy, different guy, a lot of fun. Maybe there'd be a job back here in his home state, you know, down the road. Matt Campbell moves on. Mm -hmm. Kirk
2: Ferentz on. not going to be around forever. Right. But everybody has the kid penciled in. But at least a guy to keep an eye on with some local connections and doing good things out there. Okay, cool. I'll remember that. Now, when you mentioned that uh, and we were watching him in that bowl game, Mm -hmm. that's when it rung a bell. Good for him, Chris Grayton. I like it. All right, uh, quick break. When we come back, uh, we're headed to Cleveland. Ken Silverstein will join us. We'll do a lot of Big Ten with him as well. Uh, some NBA, some baseball, you name it. Uh, Ken will talk about it. We've got nothing else better to do than sit here and talk on the radio. Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700.
0: 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700
5: KBGG.
4: Like all of you out there, Michael Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat Could wash and dry my pillow, and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee. And here's their best offer ever for a limited time: go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's 4-pack special. You'll get 50% off two My Pillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows, and free shipping.
0: If there's one thing the pros at Advance Auto know, it's parts.
3: Advanced
6: Auto Parts and Batteries. This
5: is Christina. Hi, Christina. I need to change my oil.
6: Okay. Currently we have five quarts of Mobile One Full Synthetic for $29.99. Great. That includes the filter and $5 off your next purchase of $30 or more if you're a Speed Perks member.
4: Whoa, even
0: better. Thanks. Now at Advanced Auto, get five quarts of Mobile One Full Synthetic or High modage Motor Oil and a Purilator Boss filter for just $29.99. See Store for details. Also at Participating CarQuest Auto Parts Stores. Mm.
1: Be the host with the most, and get the most savings at the Home Depot's Red, White, and Blue Savings Event with up to 40% off appliance special buys, like the GE Stainless Steel Gas Range, a Home Depot exclusive, with convection oven, nonstick griddle, and extra-large burners now for just $5.98. That's over $400 in savings. Shop our lowest prices of the season, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only, while supplies last. See store for details, valid 621 through 712.
4: This is Shaquille O'Neal here with 13-year-old Dylan. Pleased to meet me. What's that smell? My body spray, dude. <coughs> a little strong, isn't it, bro? You know it. Ooh, this is the perfect time for me to introduce new Gold Bond Men's Powder Spray. More than a body spray, it controls odor and wetness with a sophisticated scent. It really separates the men mm-hmm. from the Dylans.